Welcome to New Dad City, the podcast where the journey of new fatherhood is not just shared, but celebrated. I'm your host, fellow new dad, here to guide you through the intricate maze of early parenthood with real-life experiences and hard-earned insights. In New Dad City, we challenge the modern narrative and rediscover what it means to be a man in a world that often values submissiveness over traditional masculinity. We tackle everything from the practical, like mastering sleep training and finding the perfect diaper, to the profound, such as reigniting romance with your spouse and mastering the art of communication to conquer your doubts and fears. This is a community where physical fitness isn't just a goal. It's a pathway to becoming the best version of yourself. We understand that being strong isn't just about the body, but also about the mind. We're not afraid to dive deep into our thoughts and emotions, breaking the stereotype that men don't talk about what's going on inside their heads. At New Dad City, our mantra is simple. Core values and discipline trump motivation. We're not here to offer temporary fixes, but to build lasting foundations for you and your family. Whether you're struggling with the day-to-day challenges of fatherhood or seeking to deepen your understanding of what it means to be a dad today, you've come to the right place. So join me, your host, Kevin P., as we navigate the rewarding yet demanding world of new fatherhood together. You are about to embark on the craziest journey that you've yet to experience or have as a man, or maybe you're already in the thick of it. And that, my friends, is being a dad. In this video, I'm going to explain my number one rule of being a brand new dad, and that is to embrace the learning curve. This isn't just about changing diapers, it's not about swaddling, it's not about finding that perfect bottle. It's about the journey and the learning process that every dad goes through. Being a dad is a role that is learned and relearned and redefined every single day. You have to take this 24 hours at a time. And you know what sucks? There is no manual written for being a dad. So whether you're feeling nervous, excited, sad, happy, whatever emotion you're feeling, just let me tell you firsthand, it's validated. It is okay to feel that way. You're not alone. In the context of being a new dad, the learning curve is everything that you're going to gain through knowledge, experience, and understanding to be an effective and nurturing dad. Just know that this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. This is a new significant change in your life. And the concept of the learning curve is one that, uh, how do I want to say this? It is, It's a unique set of challenges and responsibilities that you will learn over time. And let me just reiterate, the learning curve is not about just mastering everything right from the get-go. It doesn't happen like that. It's the constant process of learning all these new things and then compiling them into what shapes you into the kind of dad that you want to be and that you actually turn out to be. And one quote that always comes to my mind is from the famous philosopher Socrates. The only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. So this quote completely encapsulates the fact and the idea that you should go in knowing nothing and pretending like you know nothing. Therefore, you will be more, um, what's the word? You will be more accepting and willing of learning new techniques to how to be a dad. I mean, you're here right now watching this video, right? So you're already taking the first baby step. Now, here's something that a lot of guys that are stubborn will not admit, and that is their mistakes. And just to reassure you, making mistakes is 100% natural. 
when you're a new dad and it's going to happen. And the sooner you can accept that, the better, because no one is a perfectionist when it comes to being a new dad or a first time dad. The one thing that I like to think of when it comes to mistakes or failures is that there's never such thing as a failure. There's, it's just, it's a learning opportunity. Whenever I do something wrong, I go, what did I learn from that? And then I take that learning experience and I use it in the next time I encounter that, you know, um, an example of that would be swaddling. So I became the master of swaddling and my wife can vouch for me, (laughs) but there were times where I was first doing it and he would just bust out of it. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like I did it like the nurse said, I, you know, but then I looked up videos on YouTube, how to do wrap a baby tighter in a swaddle blanket. And I, I kind of just self-educated and I went out and looked for the information because I wanted to be the best dad I could be. And I didn't stop until I learned how to keep him, you know, nice and cozy in his swaddle. And I did, I learned it. It took me about 30 minutes of watching videos and then practicing for maybe five to 10 minutes And guess what? I got it down and I was the master of the swaddle, man. The one mistake that I still make and I'm still learning and I actually go to my wife and ask for help, which is the next topic we'll get into momentarily, is misunderstanding my son's cues. I still to this day don't understand when he's um, crying or um, just complaining and, and just fussing like, you know, he's it's it's. It's a process and I'm slowly learning. Like I've been saying this whole video and sometimes I'll go and pick him up. I'm always like, no, no, no. Like he's not crying. He's fine. He's just complaining. Like you can leave him there. When he starts making this type of sound, that is when he's crying and you need to go get him. And like I said, each mistake is an opportunity to learn to become better at what you're doing as a first time dad and just getting over that ego and that pride and just saying, hey, I messed up, I'll do it correctly next time. It's just going to make things a lot smoother for you and your baby. Because believe it or not, babies feed off of energy. And if you're a ball of anxiety, they're going to feed off of that. And they're going to be a ball of anxiety. And if you don't believe me, try it out for yourself. Uh, I hate to say it, but I told you so. Now, I'm not saying this next thing I want to talk about, seeking advice and asking for help is my favorite part of this video. But it's definitely something that I've I've definitely come to be more aware of and more susceptible to doing. I kind of have buried that ego over the last few years and become a little bit more humble and, you know, displayed more humility. And I'm not scared to ask my friends. I call my mom and go, Hey, you know, my kid's doing this. What do I do? Like, do you guys have any advice? If you go to a friend or family member or even just a random person online in a dad group or something and say, Hey, I'm having this. 99.9 times out of 100, I've had nothing but positive feedback. And some answers are completely different. And you're quick to learn that this whole dad thing is unique to you and your baby. Now, at the core of it, things are the same. Like, you know, you have to change your diaper. You have to make sure that they are fed and take them to the doctor for their checkups. Like, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But the personal experience you have with your own baby is unique to you. Just know that it is a strength to be able to accept the fact that you don't know what you're doing and going and asking for help. It is a strength because it is showing that it's a, you feel okay being vulnerable and that you want to learn. The biggest weakness that I've ever had in my life personally is being egotistical and narcissistic and saying, hey, I know what I'm doing and you can't tell me any different. And guess what? My life suffered because of it.
And also the strength in seeking help just shows that parenting is a shared experience. And there's a saying, my wife mentioned it, and I'm not sure who said it, but it goes along the lines of it takes a village to raise a kid. And I'm quickly learning that that's true. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it takes four different, five different people to raise one kid, but parenting is like a community. Like there's tens of thousands of millions of parents everywhere. And I guarantee you one of them is going to have an answer when you ask for help. Now you may be asking yourself at this point, what about instinct? What about the role of instinct in parenting? Well, let me tell you, it does exist, but you have to learn sometimes to follow it. I, I guess you could say basically what I'm getting at is the instinct of parenting is trusting your gut and going along with it because you've used that natural instinct numerous times in your life. And that natural instinct doesn't change when you're a parent, you know, when you become a new dad, like for instance, with my son, my wife and I were following feeding charts with the bottles. And we realized that every time we followed that chart, he would always spit up a lot. So what did we do? We went with our natural instinct because we weren't going to call the doctor and ask about it. We both felt that we were overfeeding him. So what did we do? We cut down the bottles an ounce each. And guess what? His spit up stopped. It was something we both felt in our tummies. <laughs> and we both went, hey, I think we should probably feed him less you know, during these feedings every two to three hours. What do you think? And we agreed on it. And guess what? It worked. And there's a thing between balancing instinct and advice. While it's important to trust your gut and your instinct with things, it's definitely important to factor in the advice that other parents give you and that you've asked for. It's about finding the right harmony and balance, like I said, about even what doctors say versus what your gut says. Because the doctor's not home with you. They only know whatever you're telling them, so they give you the clinical advice and their doctor expertise, all you know, their advice with that. So it's like, balance it out. I mean, you're not a doctor, so don't be <laughs> giving your baby extra medicine that it needs. You know, listen to your doctor when it comes to that kind of stuff. But when your doctor tells you like, hey, here's these standard feeding charts. But like I said, going back to my example, if he's constantly or she's constantly spitting up, maybe you want to dial that feeding back a little bit, you know? That's just my experience. I obviously have no medical background, so please just take it as it is. It's my experience. Now, when it comes to growth and development for both you and your baby, it's not only your baby that's growing physically and mentally, it's also you that's growing physically and mentally. For instance, me, my patience has gone way up since I've had a kid, you know, these last seven months. And before I was impatient, I just wanted to get things done. But with our son, you got to be patient because they need to figure things out for themselves and you constantly want to help them. And it's like, no, 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 you got to take a step back and kind of let them figure it out, especially with um, a simple skill is like when they do the the rolling, when they go from their, their belly to back, back to belly, like you you can teach them like, hey, this is how you do it, but you got to let them suffer a little bit on the ground and whine and, and let them grow because if you constantly assist them in everything, in my opinion, you're just handicapping them and they're always going to expect you to be there. And believe it or not, there are a bunch of studies out there and our pediatrician even said it that around four to five months your kid will start catching on when they cry and you come pick them up. They start learning that and they're going to start tricking you 
And guess what? You're going to be a sucker for it if you don't recognize it. And also in regards to growth and development for you as a dad is that your role may change. And in the beginning, it was all like, oh, I'm going to feed the baby. I need the skin that's in contact because that's where the baby wants to be. And then I was like, okay, I'm like this little butler servant running around. Like, what do you need? What does he need? Stuff like that. And then now I get up in the middle of the night and I go nurture him. I go feed him. I bathe him. And sometimes it kind of switches. And just so you know, this evolution is just a natural part of being a dad. And it's not going to stop at six months, at seven months, at a year, at five years. Like, it's going to keep evolving. And whatever role you take on as you evolve as a dad, just own it and be the best you can at it. And lastly, guys, I've kind of spoke about it through this video, but build a support system. If you you know, sadly don't have any friends or maybe you just don't have friends with kids or I'm sorry if your parents aren't around, go online and go to like Facebook or something like that and join a dad group. They're super easy to find and just seriously reach out. You have to have this network because like I said, it's, it's a community. Being a dad is a community. You're not the only one in the world. You're not the only one who's ever done this. So you need to reach out for help. I shit on mom groups for the longest time until I joined a dad group. And I realized that there are just goofy people everywhere. And you're going to encounter some outrageous, bogus stuff where you go, that's common sense. How did this person not know it? So guess what you do? You help them. Because guess what? It's going to come back around and you're going to need help one day. And someone's going to be there for you. So Build, 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 build these, these communities around you and network, network, network. I am not afraid, and my wife can testify for me, if I see a dad in a store because, God forbid, we don't visit Target once a month, wife, and um, I see a, 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 another kid around the same age as my son, I'll engage in conversation. Or if I see another dad you know, getting something off the shelf and buying something, hey, man, like you like that? Like Tell me why you like that. And we get in a conversation and we learn stuff about each other. And I, I, every time I do it, I just, I hope that I learn something and that I could, that I can help somebody else learn something. So guys, what did we learn today? One, patience is key. Number two, mistakes are learning opportunities. Remember that there is no such thing as a failure. It is a learning mistake. And if you can overcome that, you will be on your way a lot quicker to being a better dad than you were yesterday. Number three, seek and accept help. You do not have to do this alone. You've not, you've not been the only dad ever to experience something that you're going through. There is someone out there with an answer. And remember, it is a strength to ask for help. It is not a weakness. Get over your ego and pride. Number four, trust your instincts. I give the example of the feeding that my wife and I went through. Number five, grow alongside your child. It's not just about your kid that's growing. It's also about you. Look back on the past 24 hours, the past week, and go, where was I and where am I now? You'd be surprised at all the stuff that you've learned mentally and physically. Number six, adapting to changing roles. Just remember, one day you might be a servant, the next day you might be the one feeding the bottles. And number seven, build a support system. If you have to, go on Facebook and join a dad group. There's plenty of people out there that have years of experience and that can offer any advice that you're probably looking for. So I hope you guys found this very useful. I know that it took me some time to develop this number one slash golden rule of being a new dad. And just to restate it, it's to embrace the learning curve. 
You're not going to have all the answers and it's a new experience. So take it as that. Just remember your baby's not looking for perfection. They're looking for you. And if you can be there and you can adapt and change to whatever your baby's needs are and be there for your spouse as well and for yourself, get some help if you need it. You, you're set up for success. I know you got this. And as always, keep on dadding. Hey guys, Kevin here. Just a reminder, if you enjoy the episodes, if you enjoy the show, please go in there and give me a rating, an honest one. I hope it's a five star. Also, head over to the New Dad City Instagram. It's instagram.com backslash New Dad City. My handle is New Dad City, obviously. And the YouTube channel, www.youtube.com backslash at symbol New Dad City. I post content pretty regularly on there. The only podcast episodes I really put on there are the ones with me and Eric because that's the video footage that we get. And those ones are awesome. They're resonating with a lot of people. I have people texting me, relatives and friends saying, man, I really like your guys' interaction. So if you could support us, go ahead and head over to the Instagram, give us a follow and head over to the YouTube and give us a subscribe Please drop your comments on this videos, whether they're shorts or long form. It really helps the channel out, and I hope you guys have a blessed day. Thank you.